We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Y'all gaming now before you say it, I know I'm in a tank top. You've never seen me in a tank top before. Our AC is broken. We found out recently that our AC unit is from 1995. Uh, so we gotta get that replaced. So it's mad hot in here. So I'm in a tank top. That's TK Breezy, who is in North Carolina, where I'm sure it's much hotter. How are you doing down there, my friend? Uh, I'm doing great. It actually is much hotter down here, and the worst part is that, like, my uh, AC has not been working recently, so... <laughs> oh, you too. Yep, 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 yep. They said, they came out, and they were like, yeah, you got a leak. And I was like, okay. And they were like, well, we're gonna have to talk to your warranty. I was like, well, how long is that gonna take? And like, whenever you get back, they get back to you. Know. Whenever you get back, they get back. That's just not what I want to hear. So... Wait, is it uh, a Freon? Is it a Freon leak? Like a, like a refrigerator? I think it's a Freon leak. Dude, yeah. that's what we had too. And the guy was like, "Your unit's from 1995. I'm not fixing it." And he was like, "Freon is like 150 bucks a pound, and you have five pounds." <laughs> I was like, "Jesus Lord. Christ!" So yeah, you might be in the same issue I was in. Good luck. Well, I'm leaving, so it's now up to my mother to fix. This. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you know, mom. Like, yeah. So, but you know, that's a nice little life update. Let's go ahead and talk about these games, guys. Today we'll be talking about Monster Hunter, It Takes Two, and of course our first thoughts on Pokemon Snap and Returnal, both dropping this Friday. So if you're looking for uh, some casual action, you got Pokemon Snap, and if you're looking for some uh, some roguelike action, you got Returnal. But first, uh, obviously we're going to talk about this here, Monster Hunter update. Now, Monster Hunter just updated, I think, uh, yesterday. Uh, a lot of people thought it was going to be today, but I think it was 28th in Japan time, which means it was 27th over here. And that update is amazing. I've already got 200 hours into uh, Monster Hunter. Uh, thanks, streaming. Um, you mm-hmm. know, thanks to streaming. But uh, I was getting to the point where basically at the time I was just, you know, helping my subs and stuff do hunts with them. And it's still fun. Like, uh, you can always, like, it's like boss battles, but getting better at boss battles, you know? Yeah. Um, but now the update has brought in some new bosses, some new uh, dragons, uh, upgraded weapons, better decos so you can uh, do... Um, you can mix and match your set a little better uh, as far as like how to how you can um, get extra skills from your armor. Um, the new monsters are really cool. They brought back some of the old monsters as well. Basil Juice is back and stuff like that. So um, it's a good update, you know? And I, I feel like as long as they keep up with a nice update schedule like this, uh, 
uh, Monster Hunter Rise has a long, long, long life uh, ahead of it. And I haven't really been into a Monster Hunter like this before. Like, I played World, and then I finished all the base World, and then by the time Iceborne came out, I, I wasn't really playing World anymore. But I don't really know if I'm going to stop playing this game by the time, like, they get a super big update, like some Iceborne stuff. Because I just, I've been enjoying playing the shit out of this game. And um, I I honestly feel like if you were ever kind of, like, skeptical of Monster Hunter, but you wanted to get into Now's it, this the would time. be the one. Yeah. I'm, I'm going back and forth on it because, like, I'm in a weird spot where it's, like, I'm looking for stuff to play, but I'm stuck because I'm in that, that spot where it's, like, I can't play everything I want to because I need, like, I stream pretty much all the times that I play stuff, and some of my stuff, I'm like, okay, well, that's not really good for streaming, but I want a game, like, on the side that I don't have to stream that would be fun, and, like, Monster Hunter always seems good, but I'm also worried about getting to a grind that isn't fun um, I mean, if Capcom consistently has patch updates, which it sounds like they do, I don't know what their history is like in the past with stuff like this. I know Resident Evil 7 had a lot of updates, but I don't well, know if you, it was... Like, even if you would have... Right now, you would have at least 150 hours of stuff to do before you even need an update. Damn. Uh, and that's if, like... That's even if you were deciding to just do the the thing I was talking about earlier where you just stay mm-hmm. in the, the top tree uh because the top the the main the top tree in every weapon is non-elemental it's just damage yeah you're like all right cool so if you you can obviously play the whole game like that elemental is just for extra damage but you can play non-elemental and just beat the whole game like that so basically at that point in time it's just pick a weapon that you like and go crazy so yeah i i yeah. uh i've always like flirted with the idea of monster hunter and i'm glad that this is like i've heard that they've gotten bigger and bigger like world was one of their yeah. top sellers last year so monster hunter is consistently like putting up numbers which is really cool to see like it's it's fun to see capcom firing on all cylinders because i feel like for a while they were just um misfiring in a lot of ways mm-hmm. uh but now i mean resident evil's back on top they got out of that weird funk that they were in with five and six um it seems like monster hunter is going well i got to imagine they're working on another fighting game i know that they scrapped street fighter six apparently and they're remaking it which is whatever but um okay. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that Capcom could be moving to, and I'm I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I just hope that you know uh, the Capcom formula for fighting games is very annoying. With the whole like we make a fighting game, then we make a fighting game again, and then we make a fighting game again, but it's all the Super same fighting ultra, game. It's just yeah. a bunch of updates. And like I I don't know like the amount of money that I spent on uh, Street Fighter Five for uh, compared to the amount of hours is just abysmal. I'm pretty sure I've yeah. spent more money per hour. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I think I have like I don't know maybe maybe ninety hours in that game, and I know I've spent more than ninety dollars by now. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just that that part's annoying, but I think it just comes with the territory. Sure. Um, I I really don't really see a lot of other games doing that either, though, because like, I mean, definitive editions. Like I know that um, Injustice has one. Yeah. But Injustice had one like by the time Injustice was dead, so it's just like, hey, if you still want to play Injustice with all the characters, here you yeah. go. Yeah. But um. Like, yeah, Street Fighter is like, you have to get this update, otherwise you can't, one, you can't play with everybody else, and two, you're going to be behind in the meta, so just, it's not, it's not fun. It feels like it's milking a bit, but I feel like I understand why they do it, because they're like, if you're still playing Street Fighter a year and a half, two years later, you're probably going to buy it. So, like, I think less and less people are going to not go crazy on that, Um, so I, I do understand it. Uh, actually, you bring. I don't know if this is worth a topic for discussion, but I've heard a rumor, and I don't know how true this is. NRS is working on a Marvel fighting game, which would be okay. crazy. Like, because remember they were doing DC stuff. They made a Justice One and Two, 
Yeah. And now, like, Marvel is historically, you know, sort of uh, associated with Capcom. So what would an NRS Marvel game look like? That would be so weird. Um, I don't know. I don't know about it. I don't know if I can get down with the NRS uh marvel mortal Kombat. that sounds pretty how black. would it look like how would it be any different because like, i mean i think it's I, well that is true but well i don't know if it's true i don't know if the whole thing is true it's just a little birdie told me that i've heard it somewhere so i, I feel like i i think it's i think it's just going to be too hard compared to the fluidity of capcom or capcom's fighting games like yeah yeah, yeah. the the thing about Mortal Kombat is this a rigid game? Like it is just a very rigid game, you know. Um, and I, I think now that DC has kind of like been on that side yeah. for so long, it'd be hard for DC to make a or DC characters go into the Marvel universe type games, and then it would be hard for the Marvel universe uh, type games go into the DC universe. So I don't know. That's I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm good on that for, to be honest, because like. Yeah. <laughs> Like the stiffness, it just seems like it it works now for the DC universe. Yeah, and I yeah, I don't well, know. What's associated Again, with a it? Fluid one is kind of weird. It's you now have brand recognition from a DC where it's like okay, it's a Marvel game but a little bit different, or it's a mm-hmm. it's a it's a Mortal Kombat game but a little bit different. I feel like what could you do that could differentiate Marvel and DC? I don't really know. Like from a gameplay perspective, obviously the yeah. worlds are very different, but like what is nrs gonna do that's different with like i i don't know because so many of the characters are one-to-one you know Mm. i just um i don't know i could see it being good uh if they decide to go down that route and then maybe that even opens up for a dc versus marvel if they want to do that i mean i don't think they do that's never gonna happen well, that is literally never gonna happen. Bro. I think I think there's no reason for Marvel to do it now because like they're so far ahead. But you know, I I could see it. You know, maybe wouldn't that have to? Wouldn't the companies have to agree to that too, though? Well, that's the issue: is that DC is Warner Brothers, Marvel is Disney. So you need Warner Brothers and Disney to shake hands. And Marvel has so much of a bigger chunk of the market that there is nothing that Marvel gets out of making a fighting game with DC. Like, I don't yeah. see what they really get out of that, other than, like, Superman recognition, but who gives a shit? Um, but, I mean, if a company made both of your games, you know, maybe it's a little bit of... I don't know. I could see it. Man. So, uh, the chat says, technically, that did happen in the 90s in a comic. It sucked, though. And then uh, Team Skull says, uh, just wait until Disney buys DC2. Like, by that time, yeah, you already know what's going to happen. When are we getting yeah. that? Marvel versus Star Wars crossover. <laughs> oh God, yuck! <laughs> that joint. Ugh. That's gonna be the new hotness. Uh, but yeah, anyway, we've got way off topic. Monster Hunter Rise is great. <laughs> Let's get to the next topic. Uh, it takes two. Now you played It Takes Two. Uh, that game bangs. That game bangs. Okay. Yeah. So uh, my wife and I have been playing It Takes Two very off and on. The biggest problem with us playing it is my setup because obviously this is I'm in a basement, bro. So like she, it's not very comfy. I don't have any chairs. Other than, Mal and I don't own many chairs. We have this one here, which is just a dining room chair, and sitting in it for a long time kind of hurts. So we haven't played it that much. We had two sessions, one on stream, one off scene stream. Um, it is amazing. I would love to play it more. It's difficult for us because we're both so busy. Um, I'm really busy, obviously, with uh, with Panda work and stream and all this other stuff, uh, and she's really busy with the stuff she's doing because she's still working. Um, she takes care of the baby a lot of the time, so she can't really make it as much. Um, 
but we love it every single time that we get together and play it. It is, it's it's so cool to see because I feel like there are so many instances of games that go a little bit too far in terms of their game mechanics. So like, they'll introduce too many elements. So like outposts or crafting or survival elements or shit like that. And it's like, you don't have to do that. Just make a really compelling gameplay loop and fill it with creative stuff. And that's what It Takes Two does. Everything's really simple. The platforming is really simple. The challenges aren't really that hard. Um, but everything surrounding it, like the cake is basic, but the icing is perfect. Um, okay. It's so creative. It's very funny in a lot of ways. Like it's 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 just really cool. There's a there's a segment involving an elephant. So there's a there's a part where the gist of the game is that you uh, are shrunk down with your wife. You're married, or, well, I guess your husband, too, if you play that. But you're a married couple, and you have a little girl, a daughter, who is, like, turning, I think, a teenager? I don't know. But she's got problems, and you guys are getting a divorce soon. It's mutual. You guys just, you know, it's not really working out. You're going down your your separate ways. It's not really a crappy divorce. Like, you're not, it's not, there's no animosity. It's just, like, we're different people. So it's a it's a normal divorce story. And then you're shrunk down into these little tiny dolls, and you have to figure out, like, what happened and go talk to her. I think it's, like, your daughter cried on you, and it turned you into dolls or something? I don't know. But basically, uh, there's a section of the game where you finally get into your daughter's room, and the whole point of the section is, we need to make her cry on us again. Because that's how we got here, so let's make her cry on us. So you break her favorite toy... And, like, they're like, yeah, she's crying. She's going to be traumatized forever. <laughs> and there's this really messed up scene of you killing the thing that you need, to, her favorite toy. I don't want to spoil too much of it, but look it up. Look up Cutie the Elephant. Uh, there's a scene of you killing her, and it is brutal. But it's, like, whimsically brutal? It's, like, it's very funny, but it's kind of sick. And it's surprising that they went that far. Uh, and, and the parents are just like, sorry, we have to do this, but we need to get back to being her parents. It's very funny. The game is amazing. Uh, I don't mean to go and, and, and like have too much of a synopsis. We haven't beat it. It's apparently way longer than we thought it would be. It's like 12 hours. Um, but it's amazing. And Mal and I are going to go back and play a way out soon too. Cause it's a guy, it's made by the same guy and his whole gimmick is making, um, cooperative, like cinematic sort of games. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I want to see more of that, man, because, like, I feel like there's so few creatively expressive games coming out now. I'm currently in a drought. I don't know what to play, because everything feels like it's either the same thing or a remake, or I just want to see more creative games, and this one is excellent. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
and listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I remember, uh, I remember that, like, I watched the, the game show with him in it, and he was just, that guy was, he was so freeform with it, he didn't have anything written. He was, yeah, man, yeah. This, this thing's coming out on PS4, you, you know, the systems, just not Switch, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, all right. So, yeah. He but, didn't feel uh, corporate at all. Yeah, and that's, that also kind of sold me for sure. Like, yeah. I was like, I, I like that. I don't feel like I'm getting sold to I feel like I'm just talking to some guy who's like, yeah, man, I just made this game. It's pretty cool if you want to check it out, Cole. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I've, I've watched a decent amount of streamers play it, like, you know, together. It looks pretty nice. Uh, I thought I was – I forgot it wasn't on Switch. Me and Tori were going to play it, but then I was like, oh, it's not on the Switch. And, honestly, mm-hmm. my office is just too hot. I don't feel like moving my PS5 around. So, uh, if it ever comes out on the Switch, for sure. It looks like it looks like the perfect candidate for that. But, uh, yeah, whenever that happens, it happens. So You can play uh, it on uh, – with – you don't need to be local. You can play it online on Steam, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, um, yeah but she doesn't have a computer, so – well, she doesn't have a, a strong enough computer for that. Gotcha, for gotcha, sure. gotcha. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. like, that that part of the game was super cool, too, because it's only 40 bucks, but you get two copies, which is like, damn. Okay. Like, yeah. I, that this whole thing is so pro-consumer. And uh, it's weird, because I'm pretty sure it was um, it was developed by, uh, by or not developed, it was published by EA. And I'm like, huh, good for them. Um I want to see more stuff like it, dude. That's why I wanted to bring it up on here, because games are such a stagnant medium in a lot of ways, and it's because they cost so much to make that the developers will sort of go out of their way to make them less interesting, to give you the same slop that you've seen before. So this is really cool that there's something that's so unique and and is executed so well. It's not even just like a cool concept. The game itself is excellent. So good uh, good game. I would definitely recommend it to anybody, for for sure. It's, It's excellent. Yeah. So before uh, we get into our third topic, there are some upcoming games. Uh, of course, my man Coney has got something great to show you. We actually don't. Tony? We don't have. We to have anymore. nothing to show you now. Nope. Never mind. Ain't got shit to uh, show you. Nothing at all. All right, not this time. All right. Well, that's <laughs> that's great. That's going to sound really great on the on that uh, that pod, audio podcast. We'll cut it. <laughs> we'll cut it. <laughs> that's going to sound great on the audio. Fix right, it in well, post. Whatever. Into the third uh, topic, it is looking forward to Pokemon Snap and Returnal. Um, both of these games coming out on Friday. Uh, Returnal is a roguelike, kind of set into like a, a spacey, dystopian type future with like a bunch of tentacle monsters around. And then Pokemon Snap, obviously you know Pokemon Snap. But if you don't know Pokemon yeah. Snap, it's a game where you take a picture of a bunch of Pokemon as you ride on a, a rail cart. And uh, then I don't know if you're going to turn it back into Professor Oak, but uh, Professor Oak would then say, you were close all the time. And then you'd be like really annoyed about it. You were always um, close. Yeah, you were never there, but you were always close. Yeah. Yeah, you you, you so, were always almost there, but not quite there. Uh, so yeah. I've been keeping a close eye on this. I introduced a, a segment on my stream recently where we try to guess the Metacritic scores of games before they come out, and I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that our Metacritic guess for Pokemon Snap was like, I think it was like high 70s or low 70s. I don't remember, but it was like really? not great. Yeah, Damn, because... I was going to give it a, a, like an 89 to 93. I didn't think so, because it's it's... Pokemon Snap was such a simple gameplay loop, and I didn't think they would iterate on it that much. Uh, Apparently, though, 
this game bangs. Um, I've been seeing good reviews everywhere. Currently has an 80 on Metacritic, but obviously, you know, that might change as more stuff comes out. Um, people are saying it's very good and that it's it's different enough from the first game, and I'm very excited to hear that. Uh, I didn't know it would be this good, but apparently people really dig it. Um, I think there is a novelty to just seeing Pokemon be Pokemon, because not a lot of games do that. You have to fight them or or battle or see them in that confrontational context, and, like, something just like this is so refreshing and cool, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I can see why people like it. Yeah, the one thing I... Uh, the, apparently, the director of Pokemon Snap uh, was also a producer for Pokemon. Oh, cool, cool, cool. One thing that I, I realized what happened to me is that, like, I think the, the closer it got, the more the more I started to not care about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, because, like, I the announcement got me hype. I've been wanting a Pokemon Snap yeah. forever, but it's like... It almost always... It almost feels like this should have came out, like, two, three years ago. Yeah, and yeah. Not not the way that the game looks, just the, the idea that Pokemon Snap has been gone so long without another Snap game when it sold like yeah. pretty well, I think, uh, on the N64 that, you know, we've had uh, the, the GameCube, we've had the Wii, we have the Wii U, and now the Switch. Uh, plus all the 3D, all, you know, 3DS, which it definitely would have worked on as well. Um, I definitely think this could have came out uh, some time ago, and I would have been, like, more interested in it. Um, yeah. Blue says try 15 years, but I don't know. Nah, nah, because I feel like we needed some time to gra- gather more Pokemon. Now there's, like, there's a plethora of Pokemon as you can see right now, there's like what nine hundred of them almost. There's so many. Uh, yeah, so like fifteen years ago, we would have had I don't know maybe three hundred fifty uh, at most. Uh, honestly, I don't I don't know. I have to, I'd have to look that up, but I feel like it was probably Gen two or three around fifteen years ago, if that. So yeah, just like this amount of time that is spent that is um that has passed is great. I just feel like for some reason I would have been there would have been a point in time where I feel like I had a window to play it two three years ago because now i'm sure. stuck on monster hunter i don't have time to like <laughs> hop into uh pokemon snap i feel the same thing about returnal the game looks sick i just don't know if i have time to jump into it yeah so let's talk about that one quick uh it's risk of rain it's just risk oh. of rain i was watching i was watching gameplay and i was like huh okay um okay which is fine risk of rain is fun um but from everything that I've seen from the gameplay cinematics and the trailers and stuff, I'm like, oh, this is just a AAA studio doing Risk of Rain. But it's not, because it's House Marquee, and they haven't made a game like this uh, before. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what this is going to do. Uh, I, I genuinely have no idea what's going to happen here. Um, yeah, I'm keeping a close eye on it. I think it has potential to either super pop off or just flake out. I feel like there's... Or just be in the middle, so it has potential to do anything. I was gonna say there's no potential I mean, for it to be in the middle, but there is. Is it multiplayer? Nope. Not as far okay, as I know. Well, that's that's a that's a big miss for me. Hold on. Returnal. It's single player. I think single player, story heavy. Risk of Rain. So like, there's more story elements, but I I don't know. I think I think it I think it might bang. Um, it we'll says see. Returnal does have an online multiplayer feature, although you cannot play with a friend in Returnal. There's an online multiplayer feature in the game per placing blog post from the game. And well, the you can play with a random person. See the deaths of other players. Oh, okay. Stupid. What? It's like the Dark Souls thing. Yeah, you can see other people die, but if you can't play with them, what's the point? Yeah. Whatever. I, I, uh, that's a little weird to me, but I, uh, I, I get similar vibes as I do to another game coming out in May, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a future episode. Is a game called Bio Mutant, 
which for yeah, some I'm, reason I am I'm very hyped for that one. Are you? Because dude, I so I've seen a lot of hype for it, and I'm like I don't get it because I watched the gameplay, and it looks like one of those games that is too much stuff. It is outposts. It is crafting. It looks like a slurry of things. It's like a Breath of the Wild, Horizon Zero, like, but it has too much. But it looks don't we funny. play Far Cry though? Far Cry is not the same. Okay, it, Far right. Cry You're is saying- extremely <laughs> basic. No, 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 no. Far Cry is extremely basic. It has those elements, but they're all very surface level. All right, but like you have to do a lot those elements a nope. lot. There's like nine thousand outposts. There's like eight thousand. Uh, liberation missions of the, you know, of the warehouse right. or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, but what's since the issue here? The games are so basic, and that's such, I, I, it's such window dressing. Like in Far Cry, you don't have to do stuff that complicated. It's just like thrill, kill three emus. Cool. Okay. okay. But then if you play another game, it's like kill three emus with a bow in the right place. Make sure it's not too hot because then the feathers will melt. It's like there's so many other elements. And I feel like Biomutant might have that where it's like it, it has so many pieces. I don't know if that's true. But that's what I appreciate okay. appreciate about Far Cry is it's still kind of arcadey in a way. Like you don't yeah. have to like I remember that like that happened to me with Red Dead. It's like I'm running around, and I'm like, okay, I see a fox. I need to kill a fox. Is that a good fox? No, that's a mangy fox. The pelt isn't good. I need to find a good fox. And then I'm walking okay. around 20 minutes trying to find a fox. I, I think, you know what I mean? If the elements are are simple enough, I'm down. If it's complicated, I, that's a no-shake. Okay. <laughs> no, sh- no shake for you, huh? Yeah, it's a Coney no-shake. There, it does look like there's a lot uh, within skill trees and, like, how you can... Uh, advance in the game like i was watching you know like the uh, like well like a gameplay like first 15 minutes type deal and they're talking about that and it was like yeah the the way that the tree works is that like you know you start you start the game and you like kind of like pick it's like a circle chart you know okay uh and you kind of like pick where you're going or whatever i don't know if i forgot what it's called uh like the the stat charts where like each point is Mm -hmm. something else so it's one of those and like depending on how your points go is basically how you are so you if you're like got a bunch of points of speed and attack then maybe you're like an assassin but if you got like a bunch of points of attack and defense maybe like a vanguard or something you're okay more about sitting on the ground and blocking stuff and or parrying stuff and i like that idea but i wonder how yeah i do wonder how deep it goes you know is it multiplayer let's find out mm. uh, bio mutant not that that would change much because it's like uh it's it's probably just the single player thing, but it's good to sort of see. Okay, gives it another threat. element. Uh, it says nope, single player game. Some this guy says okay. okay this is funny. So sorry, I don't know if this is there's a threat for this yet, but does anyone know if Biomutant will have a multiplayer function, maybe a battle arena that is online and the rest of the game is offline? Uh, and it says some other stuff about that. And then the first comment is thankfully it's single player. <laughs> thankfully damn like damn what happened to you bro <laughs> like people just keep invading his uh his room in dark souls and he's pissed about yeah. it yeah he's had enough yeah he's definitely getting destroyed in dark Souls. <laughs> leave me alone poor guy he's trying to just unplugs his uh just unplugs his ps5 from the internet like please that would be mad yeah. annoying if i'm playing biomutant because i'm a little raccoon guy trying to kill people with my sword and then this giant mammal just joins my room with a gun <laughs> like the, the animals are going to be so different. I I'm I'm yeah. excited to see it. I I I think the game, this one in particular, is has high 
probability of either being a blow-up, like it's going to be terrible and it's going to be awful, or it's going to change the world. Like, I think this game is going to be one or the other. Um, okay. I don't think there's any room for it in the middle. It's not going to be like a 70. It's either a 90 or a 50. Um, we'll see. I don't know. Coney says that about every game. I literally didn't. I literally just now said that Returnal could be anywhere. I just yeah. said that. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... Listen we'll, with we'll, your ears. Well, well, that's definitely a big we'll see, because, I mean, like, the game concept in itself sounds great. It's yeah. Like a, it's like a cute, almost, uh, like, kind of watered down, like, it's easier version of Devil May Cry, but, like, with more colorful backgrounds and stuff, and the way you can change up your, your style. It's really cool. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there could be potential for it to have too much. And sometimes, you know, having too much overwhelming uh, the player from Jump is, like, yeah. kind of an issue. Like, I think I think if Monster Hunter didn't have so many tutorials at the beginning, it'd be like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but Monster Hunter, like, pretty much you, they, they give you a lot of tutorials at the beginning that, that will carry over for a long time. So the first time you get hit with any type of blight, like, a, a prompt comes up and it's like, you got hit with this blight. This blight will you know slow you down use a no berry to get rid of it or whatever and it's yeah. like all right cool um but yeah for a, if a game throws a lot at you at the beginning but like doesn't really tell you what all that stuff is it definitely is overwhelming for like the common player because like you got to think about it like this too for you know we we stream so this is like our job but for sure. people who don't have that time you know they want to be able to like hop into a game and play if you give me a game and i have in in the first three hours i still don't know what's going on i'm not gonna want to play so yeah, yeah just yep. gotta Gotta tutorialize the right way. Over tutorialization is definitely a thing as well. I know uh, I forgot what game is like that. Uh, there's a game I always talk about that over tutorialize, but I cannot remember it on the top of my head right now. But just a, a good sweet spot of tutorials. Yeah, uh, it was it was Skyward Sword. That's what it is. Over tutorialization mm. on Skyward Sword. I played Zelda. You don't have to tell me how to swing my sword. Like I'm, I'm come on. Like Skyward Sword's probably not anyone's first Zelda. And it was like everything was a tutorial though. Yeah. Use this to walk. Use this to jump. I don't know, dude, because I I feel like I feel like you have to make that one more tutorialized because like the whole point of that one in particular was like swinging the Wii remote, so it's probably a lot of kids' first times. Come on, they bro. tried to make Wii it bigger. Wii Sports is right there, bro. I did, it came out like a year after the Wii came out, right? Okay, but Wii Sports every Wii came with Wii Sports, and you I'm, know people played it. You're really gonna be like, hey, I, listen, before you play Skyward Sword. I need you to go figure out how to use this. Go play this other game and then come oh back. That's God. not listen, Wii Sports listen. is not a right. tutorial. Maybe that's maybe that's not the best uh, example. I'm just saying that the tutorials last in that game for well over ten hours. I, I'll give like, that up. That should you happen. were still getting tutorialized like pretty much that far into the game. So. That should not happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and 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 then Rose, as Rosebud said, they were unavoidable. So well, like, yeah, you can't really skip them. Yeah, it's just. There was a lot going on. So anyway, uh, that was a lot of top. Well, that was a lot of topics here uh, on y'all gaming. I know we've jumped around, but I know it's gonna be great for you guys who listen to this in the car. Um, Hell yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about. Y'all can be like, I do, I do agree with that. But true, uh, y'all gaming. Uh, usually every Tuesday, but you know, unless I got internet issues, then it's Wednesday. So it's Tuesday or Wednesday. But let's shoot for Tuesdays. Um, and uh, if you guys did not get a chance to listen to this, it will be on podcast form and YouTube form very soon. Uh, you got any final words? Thank you guys for tuning in to Y'all Gaming. Uh, if you guys are interested, my YouTube, actually, I just uploaded a video. 
It's my newest movie. I got sub-20 on Mario. The run is up there. Relive the history, the magic, the pageantry of the sub-20 Mario run. It was a big thing. It was a big deal. Uh, tonight, I'm going to be streaming. I got a salty bet bracket, and I got some other stuff I'm going to be doing. So tune in, twitch.tv slash Coney. Um, I, I got to film something for Panda tonight involving a Sonic fighting game. So that'll be... Ooh, which one? Sonic uh, the Fighters or Sonic not, Battle? Not that. No, it's actually a fan-made one. I thought it was oh, Sonic the Fighters, oh, but it's oh, that new the, one. Uh, Smackdown the, like, or something. The Marvel, the Marvel one. Yeah, I played that one. That one's pretty good. Yeah, they, they want me to beat it on hard, and I have to play as Shadow. Good luck. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm doing. They they were I like Shadow was so he, he has so many components. Well, that was the thing is they were like they were like, hey, uh, you know, we we need we've got two other of our players playing this, and we need a third. You want to do it? And I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. They're like, okay, Jay Wong is playing Tails, Kizzy is playing Sonic. You have to play Shadow. I'm like, of course. What? Of why, course, I have so to play Shadow. Characters, though. Why couldn't yeah, you play but else? I guess it's for the content. I don't know. I, oh, I think Lord. when they came up with the ideas. But we'll see. Tune into that. That'll be up tonight. I might go live a little bit early tonight. I might go live at 7 so I can film that. But uh, the bracket tonight starts at 8.30, so be there. That's what I'm doing. How about you? You're going live I'm, right now, right after, right? Yeah, I'm going right back to Funny Monster Hunter. So, hey, if y'all trying to hunt some more, uh, we can hunt from 5.45 to 9 because that's about, that's, about uh, that's about my schedule now. And uh, yeah, man, if you need some help, that's all I'm doing now. Like I'm so far into the game that I pretty much I help. Uh, I want to say younger hunters, like like a Big Brother <laughs> program. Let me show you how to hunt, son. Like, but nah, <laughs> I just go into uh, other people's lobbies, uh, my subs' lobbies, and do that. So if y'all want to hunt some more, come back to the CK Breezy stream. Uh, going live literally right now. So, yeah. Let's do it. Thank you guys for tuning right. in. Uh, we'll catch you guys on the next y'all gaming. But for now, continue gaming. We'll see you soon. Goodbye. And I was about to say goodnight, but it's only afternoon. Goodbye. Don't go to bed. It's too early.